you're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. Welcome to an all-new season of Hashtag No Filter, everybody. It's season eight. We are back. Summer is over, but it was a hot girl summer, and we got lit, and we had fun, and we had some good hookups, and we gonna dish, and to help me do that, to help me kick off a new season, you may recognize him from the third season of Revenge Body with Khloe Kardashian, and let me tell you, a revenge body is what he walked in here with today. Please welcome Miss Dur D. Ran Anderson. Yes! How are you, D. Ran? Good. It was really, it has been a hot girl summer. Congratulations on eight seasons. Thank you. I'm that, so excited to kick it off. That's really great, especially in the, um, right now in the podcast game, because there's so many people and people just want to do so it and then they quit. See, that's what drives me crazy is because so many people come to me and they're like, I want to start a podcast. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Why do you want to do it? Yeah. And they're just like, I don't, it just seems like the thing to, like everybody has, I'm like, so what the fuck? Like, do you realize how hard I've been working at this yes. and like how much this means to me that yes. you just want to like start it in two seconds yes. with no real agenda or reason? No format. They just get up there and they talk. And, but the Paul, you know what's so crazy? Because on Spotify, the Paul Bundy show is doing like extremely well. And I listen, I was is like, it? I have to listen to it, right? Uh, I think it's Paul Bundy. Uh, let me see. And so I was Check listening it. to it and I was like, he's just kicking. It's like the number one podcast on Spotify. Really? And yes. It's so crazy. And I was just like, first of all, I mean, sorry, Joe uh, Budden. Joe Budden. I said Paul Bunyan. Uh, you said Paul Bundy. <laughs> Paul Bundy. I was like, what? I was like, wait, I, that, I mean, the day I, I'm like, I know, Ted, is this like Ted Bundy's like <laughs> grandson? Like, what is happening? I was like, okay, I'll play along. I'm a it's professional Joe journalist. Joe Bundy. Yes. Uh, uh, and so his podcast was the number one podcast. And I was just like, and it's doing well? It's doing really well. He's literally just is it, But is shit. it good? It's okay. I mean, it's great. They're literally just talking. And I was just like, but they have great vibes. I, the reason okay. why I brought it up is because I think a lot of people try to do podcasts and they don't understand how much energy, ta- uh, energy it's segments, all that type of stuff. It's structure to it. Yeah. But it just seems like he's just vibing. Yeah. See, and the funny thing too is, and this is kind of like what I try to explain to people is I'm like, yes, like the show is no filter and like it is unfiltered and we don't really edit anything. But I go, but there is a certain curation with unfiltered that you yeah. still have to have mm-hmm. um, in order for it to like hit home with people. Yes, organized chaos. Yes, organized chaos, exactly. Okay, so you recently did the Revenge Body on E! Yeah. With Khloe Kardashian. Congrats on your Revenge Body. Yeah. Tell me about what that experience was like for you before we dive into our our pop culture breakdown, which Um, we'll get to in a minute. The experience was like super amazing. I could not ask for... Um, a better way into reality television because yeah. it was not, um, it wasn't like Atlanta Housewives esque yeah, or Beverly Hills. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah, like yeah. that. And so it gave me a chance to, because I'm from radio. A lot of people don't know that from yeah. 89 point one. I have an extensive background in radio and hosting. So this is my first time into reality television. Mm-hmm. And so to see how it works and how everything moves. I mean, in my case, it was real. It's literally real. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, they edit certain things just for time purposes because you can't show yeah, 12 you can't weeks show within everything. an hour. Yeah. And so they're just trying to get in to kind of get you so you understand what the scene was about or like the conversation I had with the pastors. That was like three hours. Well, they couldn't show three hours. So it's yeah. like, let's show 15 seconds that summarizes this whole three hours. Right. And then we're going to get out of, here, out of the scene. And so it was just very interesting from that uh, aspect to see how things work and why they do certain things. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really good. I know. I did a show recently that's coming out next month mm-hmm. that I'm a little worried about. Can you say? Um... Not well, actually, yeah, I can say because I it was it was it's up on IMDb and I posted it on Instagram. Um, it's a show called Phone Swap. Phone Swap. Phone Swap, and so it's basically a show where you go on a date, on a blind date, live on the show, and then there's a twist midway through the date where they make you swap phones, and then you go through each other's phone live on the never. show. never. Well, they don't tell you that's the show going into it. I wouldn't give my phone up. They well, they ask you, like, they're like, are you just game for anything? And with me, like, I'm game for anything. Me too. I did not expect the experience that I got. It was mortifying, to say the least. Um... 
But my episode comes out September 2nd, which is going to be, it's like the number one show on Snapchat right now. That is so funny. Full circle moment on a, a producer who worked with me at E, who's became a great friend of mine, works on Snapchat. Actually, I think he work, may work on that sh- that is so crazy. And yeah. the reason why I bring it up is because a friend of mine this morning, she was staying, she spent, spent the night, and she was at some party yesterday or something like that, and Snap, Snapchat's per, uh, uh, development team was there and asked her something about, like, a show or something like yeah. that. So that's so crazy how in my circle Snapchat is like that. Yeah. I, yeah. They're doing big moves. They're, they're, doing, they're making big moves. And that's so crazy how they're trying, how social media is now being integrated and uh, broadcast like the broadcast companies they cannot deny it they can't hide yeah. anymore they can't try to act like it's not there because like they're biting on the on their on their heels yeah know? it's crazy it is crazy um so you enjoyed the experience so it wasn't yeah. manipulated it was it was fun no no none of it was manipulation um it was all 100 percent authentic i was yeah. surprised a lot so a lot of it was my true authentic feelings and i was crying and I was yeah doing these things i mean that was like a really emotional journey for you it was really crazy and I think I have a, such a different respect for people who do reality television, like your Nene Leakes and your Bethany yeah. Frankels and all that stuff. Because let me tell you something. To deal with your emotions mm-hmm. and you have five cameras around yeah. you and you have producers. And what people don't see is behind the scenes, there's literally like maybe 25 to 30 people in this space. Yeah. And you have to be raw and natural and it yeah. can be curated because the moment you do, they'll stop and they'll yeah. tell you like, hey, that's not... Right, so t- certain times like that, they were like, uh, you know, make sure that we want authenticity and all this type of stuff. Yeah, because your natural perception is when cameras is there to kind of like perk up, up, amp it up, yeah, you know. And so I have a very uh, better respect for them. Yeah, now I will definitely say that I was very raw and very <laughs> vulnerable um, when I taped. It was, yeah, it was a, a, a good time. Um, <laughs> And then, so it wasn't filmed in this order, but I ended up finding out that my episode is the finale of their current season that's airing right now. So it's finale worthy. I will tell you that. Yeah. That's a little teaser. September 2nd. It is finale worthy. And it's called Phone Swap. Phone Swap. I have to check it out. I didn't know this neither because I had the premiere on E. Is that. Oh, that's right. You were the premiere and you guys did the party. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you. Get a premiere or a rap. That uh-huh. means that's a big thing for that uh, show. Yeah. I didn't know that. Ah. I didn't realize that. I did not realize that until after it came out. I mean, because I got told last minute. I mean, not last minute, but a couple, maybe a two or three weeks before that where my lineup was going to be at. And I was, the, and yeah. I had my own episode. And so um, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then the producer's like, no. If you get these yeah. at any show, right, where it's a vignette. Nobody type wants to shows. end up in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a threesome. No, I'm just joking. Unless it's a threesome. Or um, more so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, congratulations. I mean, you must have really, uh, you know, somebody saw your story. They were like, this is, this is good. Oh, I think everybody in the room as we were filming it. Felt my pain, felt the pain and the, 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 yeah, it was. I can't wait. Are you going to do like a party or something? I don't think so. Why? I don't know. Well, because I'm also like, I don't know how it's going to get cut. I just know. Th- that's how paid. I was too. Yeah. Right. So, but here's the thing. Um, if you do that and you invite other people who's, who've been on shows yeah. and stuff like that, it's great. Networking is great. Like, and then it's like, you have a stamp of yeah. like, I've done television and now you're a reality star. Yeah. Now you're a, you know what I mean? So you should do it. You should do it. Well, this is very swanky. Can't you do it up here? Yeah. I mean, I can do it here. Yeah. yeah I just and stream it on the television. Oh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. And then you give a speech and stuff afterwards. Oh. Like your experience, people can ask you questions. That's what really, literally what my, my party was. Oh, because you did it with, was it at, but was it at one of her studios? Yes. Uh huh. She organized it. She curated it. She did everything. I love Simone. I have interviewed her before. She's so sweet. Yeah. She's awesome. Have you continued doing Body by Simone? Yes. I still work with uh, with BBS. Um, I actually work with Simone on her live app sometimes. She has an app that's Mm -hmm. out 2.0. Um, BBS 2.0 and we do live classes sometimes because people uh, wanted to see us work out and kind of replicate the workouts. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Khloe Kardashian's booty like in real life? IRL. I, what is IRL? In real life? Oh my god! <laughs> I just learned a new word! Um, it is fabulous. It is yeah. like dunkalicious. Yeah. It's like if, it, I, if I wasn't scared of getting hashtag me too, I would have asked to touch ah. it. Like 
I was just, oh my God, it was, it's amazing. Oh my God, I love that. I love it. Um, it's on. De- it's available on demand, right? Like, be on demand, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, yep. And they're, they're playing it constantly. Like, so it, the first, after the show had came out, which this may end up happening to you too because it happens to everybody who I've talked to on the season, so many people will uh, hit, was hit me up in my inbox, like in my DMs. It was like, I stayed at 3 a.m. Oh, for yeah. like the first three or four days. And what I realized is that we get so stuck here in LA yeah. about like the grind and, and not necessarily one of them, but we all kind of have, a lot of us have the same resume, right? So it's nothing special. Yeah. It's like, we're all doing this thing. But th- we're like literally less than 1% of the world. Yeah. And I forgot about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So here, you're like, I was on Revenge Body. consumed in the bubble, yeah. Yeah, and people are like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, or mm, what is I mean you got something bigger or something like that yeah but out in the world they're like you made it oh yeah. my god what did you do how did you do this blah yeah. blah and it was it was like wow wow that's a moment yeah where are you from originally Michigan Michigan yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. see so that is a moment to kind of like yes. so did people from your hometown be like oh my god it's d totally totally and that, that whole thing about when you get on when you get on television or even just some on a track of success, people come out of the woodworks. Literally, I tell oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm a major supporter. Like, you were bullying me in high school. Yeah. Like, I don't think that that's the case. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. That's funny. Well, now you have the, now it's given you a platform to launch True Confessions, which is your new book. Yes, Colorful Confessions. Oh, sorry. Yes, Colorful Confessions. Yes. Yes. True yes. Confessions is a movie on Disney. Yes. Yes. That was the inspiration. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Colorful Confessions, mm-hmm. which is so exciting. Your yeah. first book. Yes. I met with, uh, I don't know if, uh, I, I don't even know if I should say this or not, but I ended up meeting with you. Yeah. We, yes. Uh, um, the show was wrapping and I was like, okay, uh, uh, we have a mutual friend in mm-hmm. common, James. He does my social media. Yes. Uh, helps me with my social media. And he put me in contact with you and you gave me some really great advice because that was oh. at near the end of the book. Yeah. So Colorful Confessions from Headache and Heartbreak to Healing and Happiness is a self-help book Yeah. on how to get from headache and heartbreak to healing and happiness. And it's very replicating my storyline and it goes more in depth into how I really progressed because one of the things that people uh, thought was like how can you transform that thought that fast in 12 weeks or how can you know mentally because really is a lot is about it's about the mental time yeah and so the book kind of goes through the mental and emotional journey of how to move through that a process for anybody and has actionable steps in it and stuff like that that's good. I think people need that. They want something like sometimes I feel like when you have these self-help books, like it's more of like how to and it yeah. speaks to you or at you mm-hmm. versus like being relatable where people can go through the journey with you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that was one of the things that was the kind of tone I wanted to take of the book and kind of run through all of those different um, seg- uh, uh, transitions, because I do think everything in life falls under one of those four categories. He- uh, Headache, heartbreak, healing, or happiness. You can put anything in one of those four. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. What has your experience been like since wrapping, taping Revenge Body? Like, have you kept up with the plans that you were on? Have Mm. you continued seeing the trainers? Like, how has your lifestyle changed since doing that show? My lifestyle has changed completely. Um... Uh, the trainers, yes. So not even only Simone. I work out with a lot of the other trainers on the show. It's a very tight-knit community. Like today, right after this, I'm going to Leon's studio, mm. uh, Gloveworks. And we're gonna, I'm going to work out with Leon. I've been working mm. out with him a lot. Um, so that's really great. I still have a meal prep service. I don't have the one that they showed on the show because it was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> When that e-budget ain't paying for it. Yeah. Um, but I do keep up with meal uh, uh, prep services, which I tell okay. anybody, it's not... And realistic, if you're a person who eats out a lot and yeah. goes out to eat and eat fast food, you might as well get a meal prep service. It's literally yeah. the same amount of money, and it reduces the calorie intake, and it's fast. Because it's people. What I realize sometimes is not that people um, are addicted to fast food. It's that people are impatient, yeah. and they don't want to cook. They don't want to wait. They don't want to have to make the decision on what to eat. And you know, it's McDonald's is everywhere, yeah. so you can just stop at a McDonald's or stop somewhere and grab, grab something. something. Yeah, you yes. already know what the menu is going to be. Like it's just it's convenience. Yes. Yeah. And so that's really what it is. And so once once uh, I got on the meal prep service and saw that that was really the pain point. It wasn't me being addicted to uh, fast food or being addicted to fried food. It was I was addicted 
addicted to convenience, yeah. you know, then that's when I was like, okay, let me swap this. Well, I think especially when you live in a city like Los Angeles, there's this uh, decision fatigue where like after a certain hour of the day, like you're, you're just, you're tired of like making decisions. You're tired yes. of like having to, you don't want to come home and make dinner. Right. You know, it's just, it, it is easier to drive through Jack in the Box. <laughs> what was, what is was, your, is that your restaurant? No, I don't remember the last time I've had fast food to be honest with really? you. Really? Yeah. It's you cook been, your own food? Um, I will sometimes like go to like Whole Foods and get like a salad. Mm. Um, like, cause to me that I, I don't know. Gotcha. I don't always want to cook. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. Um, so but what's I your mean, go-to? Where do you go? And, and is Whole Foods where, do where I you go? go? Whole Foods is usually where I go. <laughs> Just cause it's down the street from me. Um, it's usually where I go. And I usually just get a salad. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Or I'll go, like, eat at a restaurant, which is not budget efficient at all. At all. But it's so much <sighs> easier to have somebody else cook for you. Yes. Hence why I tell everybody and to get a meal delicious. prep service. Meal yeah. prep services are great. Do you have, what's the one that you use now? Um... Eat Naked LA is what I'm on right now. I've used uh, HelloFresh. I mean, not HelloFresh, sorry. That's a meal delivery service. And there's a difference yes. between a meal prep bring, service and one delivery. They bring the delivery. food already ready for you. Yes. Whereas like, Hello, like Hello Blue Fresh. Apron, yeah. HelloFresh, like they send you the ingredients to cook it yourself. Right. Those are meal delivery services. Yeah. That's not meal prep services. So meal prep services is um, Freshly. I've used Eat Naked LA. I've used, of course, Kushi. I've used... Two more other ones I can't remember off the top of my head. But I'll swap. I'll just kind of go through them because the only problem with those type of things is that the menus are usually limited. Mm. And after about two weeks, I get tired of eating the same food. Yeah. Because I eat for taste. I know a lot of people say, I don't eat for taste. I eat for, you know, nutrition. Oh, I fuck do. off. I, exactly. Fuck off. Like, you eat to live. You don't live to eat. Like, yes. Go. Like, sorry. Yeah. I'm not one of those. I'm not that progressive. <laughs> so, has it been, so what has been your hot girl summer moment? Like, how... Hot girl summer. My hot girl summer moment, I guess it'll probably be the show. Obviously, yeah. the show releasing and uh, um, airing. And then me just uh, going and, and, and moving um, and doing stuff like that. It's really crazy how yeah. much of, like, because in LA, people view what I did. Uh, in the entertainment industry, it's, that's just a stepping stone. That's like your first entry. So mm-hmm. people, you're still not to the point where you can like yeah. call up an agent or call up a man. Like, hey, it's like, okay, let's see what else you can actually do or what's happening and stuff like that. But outside of LA, outside of the bubble, it really puts you on a platform. It yeah. really, my my numbers, my algorithm numbers are like skyrocketed yeah. like in like London and in Michigan and in Atlanta and you know what I mean? All these places outside of the bubble. Yeah. And it's so crazy. And it's been making me think about how I spend my energy and who am I focusing on? Am I really focusing on the bubble or outside the bubble? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you need to like take yourself outside of the bubble. Cause I think it's so easy to get just like caught up in the circle jerk of it all. Yes. Yeah. Um, are you single? Yes. You're single. As a dollar bill. <laughs> I want are somebody you, to call me. Are you on dating apps or what are you doing to like progress that? Yeah. I need to. Uh, I'm impatient. You should. Okay. You should do speed dating. How? It's, I would love to. How? I don't know how. So there's this to. thing that I've done that I've done it three times now. You've done they keep it? inviting me back. Yeah. Um, it's called My Cheeky Date. I think that's what I'm it's called. Cam- My I'm Cheeky Date. I think it's called My Cheeky Date. Um, but they have speed dating here in Los Angeles. And no so, freaking way. Yes. And it's not like traditional where you wear a name tag and you do that whole <laughs> It's you legit meet at a bar. <laughs> Hi, my name is T-Ray. What's your name? <laughs> so it's, you meet at a bar and then there's an organizer and it's really like, like at first I thought it was going to be like private. And then I realized like, no, you're at a bar where like people are at the bar ordering drinks and like, Oh, that's so exposed. Oh my yeah, God. It, and it, but then eventually once you get in the rhythm of it, then it's like, you don't give a shit cause you're too busy like going like on several dates at once. Um, and what is it called again? I, I think it's called My Cheeky Date. My Cheeky Date. Let me my... see. Yeah, I want to say it's My Cheeky or My Date LA. Um, yes, it is. My Cheeky Date? Speed LA, My Cheeky Date. Okay. Cheeky C-H-E-E-K-Y. My Cheeky Date. I'm giving them major promo. They need to start paying me for this. I show. know. Because I'm so... 
I've done it three times. I've talked about the first two times on the show. The second time I did it was a total wash. I didn't get mean? like any matches out of that one. So it is. So you, so you go on the dates. Okay. You you have a little scorecard where you write down their name and like whether or not you would go out. Like with swipe them again. left, swipe right yes. type situation. Oh yes. my god, but that's real life swipe left, swipe right. Yes, it really is. Um, and then at the end of the night, you all turn in your cards. You pick like your top five guys. You're like, okay, like here's number one, two, three, four, five. You turn it into the host, and then they review the cards at the end of the night. And if you both have written each other's name on your cards, then they'll connect you via email. What? Yeah. That is so low pressure. So you don't have to worry about like if you get rejected or anything like that. Right. How long does it? I mean, if you don't get an email the next day, then you got rejected, but. So, and if you don't get an email, that means that you didn't get with anybody. Correct. That means nobody on your list liked you back. You a lonely bitch. So the first time I did it, I got two matches. I got one match via... Did you still talk to them? No. Did you guys go on a date after that? So, well, so the first one we matched, we were matched through the card, uh, through the, through the organizer. And then, um... We didn't end up going out, but there was another guy that was there that night that ended up looking me up on Instagram and finding me and then emailing me. And then we ended up hanging out in like a friend setting thing once. And then that was it. Got you. So, okay. So can I ask you like two questions? Yeah. Okay. Maybe three. Um, the first question is the guy who they matched you up on the email. Yeah. Why didn't you guys uh, go out? Because he was like, oh, I'm just looking for friends. And I'm like, well, then why do you go on a fucking speed dating? Like, don't And you were looking date. to fuck? No, I was looking to date. Oh, it's gotcha. It's speed date. It's not speed fucking. Gotcha. And it's not speed <laughs> okay. friends. Gotcha. It's speed dating. Gotcha. And he's just looking for friends. Okay. So then the other guy, yeah, that's retarded. And yeah. then the guy who found you yeah. on Instagram and, and inboxed you, why didn't you put him on your top five? Did you not like him? Did you even remember him? Um, I did remember him, and I, I just wasn't feeling him. And so then when you guys went out the second time, I mean, outside of the group, was it still the same vibes? Yeah, well, I knew I wasn't interested in him, for sure. But Did you it tell was him like that? A, um, no, I just, well, because he approached me as like, I had so much fun with you, I think we would be good friends. I was like, okay, we're on the same page that this is like a friendly friends. vibe. Gotcha. And so when we hung out, it wasn't a date, it was in a friend group setting. Got you. I need to do that because I'm such a bad dater. It was fun. And then I did the second time and I didn't get any matches. Um, and then I did it third time and I got one match, but it didn't go anywhere. And did you email, did you contact them? I did. We were connected. And then I was like, oh, um, I was, what did I say? I was like, oh, I guess we both matched, whatever. We should go out and have a drink. And uh-huh. he's like, yeah, but he just wanted to talk about like my podcast and like the podcasting business. And I was so, like, this is not networking. networking. Yeah. This is not, not, again, it's not speed networking. Yeah. It's speed out here is very hard to um, be able to maneuver your personal love life yeah. and your career, especially with uh, reality television and social media kind of blurring the lines between yeah. the two. And people like that are like, I mean, they use as networking opportunities. And I all the time I want to like network. I want yeah. to find a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But, or yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes, yes, yes. But I did do it the third time. It was fun. I had a good enough time. Did you time. do the fourth time? I don't know. I've already done it three times. <laughs> For like, oh, bitch, uh, you like out of been there, done that, got a cigarette. Yeah, I mean, that's really the vibe that it is. Because it's like when you do it three times, like I'm the type of person like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then eventually when I've like seen that, like, okay, that's like, it's an, an easy wrap. Like I can check is that it off the list. the same amount of people that keep coming? About, usually about 15 to 20 people. So here's my question. If it's you went there three times, yeah. is it, how do they make sure that you're not circling through the same people every I have. time? The second time I went was a lot of the same people. Got you. And is that awkward if you guys didn't write each other down and you guys meet at the table again? Or is it a fresh new start? No. I mean, here's the thing. Sorry. There's I think like some... somebody cleaning right outside of here. Um, <laughs> Get the floors clean, honey. Get them. He's, he's waxing the floors. Um, he, what was the question? I said, uh, uh, um, Oh, meeting the same people. Yes. So the, the the thing is, every time I've met the same people, they're like, oh my God, you're so funny. I love chatting with you. But like, I don't want to fuck you. And I'm just like... I think. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, that's my problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have such a great personality. Not yeah. even trying to joan army or try to joke. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, because and and this industry, you just have to have a great personality. So people who yeah. are very personable yeah. and our trait is our personality. Well, and see, and the thing is, you could probably relate because you did radio and you are a host. That like you know how to be on a date, be charismatic, ask questions. So yeah. I eat, yeah. And people, they're like, oh my God, you're so funny. You're so fun. Yeah. It's like, I need you to move past that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Got, got do, you it. Wanna, do we want to date? Yeah. Could you see yourself like yeah. that? Like, like, yeah. I, oh, God. No, it's so annoying. Well, I'm, I'm just talk- happy I'm not in this game with myself. So you understand. You can relate. Oh, I I'm going to try this But I out. think you would, I think you would, you would have fun with it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to come back. Can I come back on the show? And t- I mean, we yes. Please come back on the show and talk about it. Um, I've done it three times. I don't know if I really would do it a fourth time. I think if they invited me to come back and do it, maybe. We're going to get you your sponsor. We're yeah, gonna, right. We're going to get you sponsor. I mean, I, at this point I should. Because <laughs> it's funny because then people listen to the show and they're like, oh my God, what happened with that guy that, you know, the doctor from the first speed date? And I'm like, he's. What was their occupation? Uh, the first guy that I matched with was a doctor. Ooh, shit. Yeah. That's why I was like, I want to keep this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, my health insurance cancels next month. Great. Right? <laughs> um, and then the third one, the guy that I matched with does, like, some type of marketing. He has, like, a marketing firm or something. And I think that's why he wanted to learn more about podcasting. Oh. And so when he asked about podcasting, he's like, sure, we can go out and have drinks, but can we talk about podcasting and whatever? And I'm like, oh. And, he and asked I, you that. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I responded, and I was just like, well, oh, and here I thought I won you over with my great personality. I'm like, sure, we could talk about podcast if you want to, like, whatever. And then, um, and then I never heard back from him. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck you. If you 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 want to ask me out, and I agree to go on this, especially with networking that being the date. premise of it is dating. It's yeah. not a speed networking, which that might be a great concept. Yeah, that might be a great concept. Well, speed that's, networking. That's Bumblebiz. There's already What's an Bumble? app for that. What's Bumblebiz? You don't know what, are you on Bumble? Uh, yeah, but barely, I barely get on it. So Bumble is the dating app, and then they have an option for Bumble BFF if you want to make friends. And I saw then that. they have an option for Bumble Biz if you want to swipe left or right with network people to make connections. Okay. So you can do Bumble Biz. I'm looking for my Bumble on here, and I can't, oh, here we go. Bumble Biz. Mm-hmm. I love that. Bumble's on top of it. Bumble is on top of it. I do, I never have any luck with the, uh, they're really out here wiping these floors. He is like really... But I, the floors didn't even look like they needed to be wiped. <laughs> he was like, you know what? You doing a podcast? I think today is the day. I'm going I'm, I'm, <laughs> to wait until right now mm-hmm, to mm. clean them floors. So on the Bumble app, how do you get to the Bumble Biz thing? You click the Bumble date on top. Click Bumble date. Okay. And then you swipe. Swipe. There's Bumble, Bumble BFF. BFF and Bumble Biz. Holy shit, Batman. What? See, now you can make industry friends. But see, for me, it's like if I'm on a dating app, then like I want to date. And I guess that was the intention. Bumble did that for that reason. So that like if you're just trying to be friends, then you switch to friend mode. If you're just trying to be because then there are so many people that like are on Bumble date or not Bumble date, but just dating apps in general. And they're just like, oh, I'm just looking for new friends. So it's like, well, then don't be on a dating app. Right. That's why I like Grindr. Because <laughs> then it, it's, a, it's straight to the dick. To a certain point. To a certain point. I at least need to know your name first. No, I'm just joking. Just kidding. Ah. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, it's good. I actually enjoyed my summer dating. Did you? Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like dating. You don't uh, like dating. I'm not You a, just like fucking. No, I mean, I, <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay, so listen. I don't like dating because I don't like the whole like... Let me get to know you and see where your boundaries are. You see yeah. what my boundaries are. Do you think I'm funny? Do you not think I'm funny? Do yeah. you think I talk too much? Do you do I not talk enough? I, I just it's like, can I just already know you? Yeah, can you already know. Oh, me? that would be so nice. Yeah, like let's just download everything I need to know. Yeah, and let's move from there. That's the only thing I don't like. But I don't also don't like wasting time. Yeah, and so that's, that's why you would like the speed dating. Yes, because you know within the first five minutes of meeting somebody whether or not you're like I'm into it or I'm not. For the most part, like yes. I would say, eighty percent of the, yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, that's why because it's just efficient, and you instead of going on like one really bad date, you go on like fifteen potentials. Are you celibate? I, I'm gonna. I know that I know that took a hard left, but I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm celibate in what way? What do you mean? Like, do I not have sex? Yes, yes, yes. No, I have sex. Okay. the The reason why I ask that is because speed um, dating for me is hard because it's like in my mind I'd be like, okay. This is not a hookup. This mm. is not 
and hook up. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. So my intention is like to make sure I stay focused and present on the person. But right. that gets hard. Right. That gets very hard for me sometimes. <laughs> but if you're a celibate, that's why I was asking that because people who are celibate normally can go through like dating and that, is they anybody don't mind that. really celibate though? I feel like they just lie to themselves. Totally, totally. Nobody's celibate. I don't think so. I mean, I've gone through phases where like I can go like a weeks without sex with like not even myself. Yeah. But yeah. like I've never been like celibate intentionally. <laughs> I just listen. I'm not gonna say what this is because I'm not actually they're fucking chastity belt. Listen, uh, it's so funny because I went to an award show, the Spirit Awards, with Nick Cannon maybe two days ago, and it was somebody else. This wasn't Nick. I'm not gonna say who because they were actually a celebrity, and we were all talking, and it was me, James, our friend James, uh-huh. and this other uh, reality star, and we were talking, and, and one somebody has said, "I'm celibate," right? Uh-huh. And then the this this. The person had ended up saying, um, well, I haven't had sex in about a year, but I'm not celibate. And I was just like, uh, that sounds like he's celibate forcefully. Yeah, that does not sound like a good time. That sounds like, how does like, with dating apps and all this stuff, like, how's nobody going to fuck you? I was just like, uh. It was Usher, wasn't it? I'm, <laughs> I ain't saying no name. Uh, only because I see James <laughs> posting photos with Usher all the time. Oh, that was that was. But I highly fun. doubt Usher's going a year without having sex. No, 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 no. He was actually really fun though. I actually really like meeting him. Yeah, he's cool. Okay, so let's do some pop culture breakdown. Okay. Since we were supposed to do that, but we just had the greatest conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I just take you off? No, tar- I was enjoying it. Okay. Trust me, I'm the host. I could have brought it back anytime, but okay. I was enjoying our conversation. Okay. Uh, first up, let's talk about Miley Cyrus. She is no longer with Liam Hemsworth. Were you happy to see them break up or were you sad? Because I was so heartbroken because I loved them together. They seem like a weird couple together to me. They do seem like a weird couple, but that's why I loved it. Because like, I was like, who really? looking like Liam Hemsworth would ever date somebody like Miley Cyrus? And the fact that she like found love, I was like, oh, that, that gives us all hope. And then he left <laughs> It was just, they just didn't seem compatible. So yeah. I was very like, but you can never judge, right? Yeah. I, you don't know how people are behind the scenes. So yeah. that's why I was just like, uh, so when they broke up, it wasn't a shock to me, I should say. I guess I was, I mean, I was shocked that they actually got married. Absolutely. So and was then, the world. Yeah. And then I was shocked that they broke up so soon after they'd gotten married. Well, they had a rocky relationship for so long. Yeah. He like cheated on her. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. Do you remember her Bangers album, which was like her best yes. fucking album? Like yes. that, like oh, the heartbreak in that album was like everything. Like exactly. Ball. That's what I need. Oh, another... that song makes so much sense. Yes, I need another Wrecking Ball. That's what I need. Another yes. album like that. Like Mother's Daughter was okay, but like I need a real Miley Cyrus album. Um, like She's about to come fingers, out with a good one. Fingers crossed. Um, so now people are seeing her out with Caitlyn Carter, who's Brody Jenner's ex, because they Swimming are, the are married. And they just split, Brody and Caitlyn. That whole, what I don't think people know is that, that that's a whole circle. Yeah. Because they all stay in Malibu. Oh, that's uh, right. They're all in Malibu. And what people don't know is usually in, in the entertainment world is that people end up staying around each other. And it's not... I don't think it's intentionally. I think it's just that's how it just works because, I mean, when you go to a studio or you have to do stuff, stuff is usually in that vicinity. So yeah. they're all within the same circle. Yeah. And so I could see that happening. I could totally see that happening. I was very You can shocked. see them being friends and leaning on each other during their breakups, or you can see them actually dating. I can see how both of them going through a tumultuous breakup can relate and then fuck. Rebound. Because of that. Rebound. So they're going to be each other's rebound versus hurting somebody else. That's fair. Uh-huh. I think that's like a more mature way to do it. Like go yeah. with somebody else that's heartbroken and needs to fuck and then you can like yeah, work Yeah, y'all it. can talk, y'all can shitbag them, y'all can tell everything they did wrong, all yeah. that type of stuff. And then, you know, then y'all can move on. I mean, and they're both fucking hot guys that they split from. Oh my God. Yes. Brody Jenner and Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. I want to see them two making out next. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Uh. Okay. Uh, Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt from Riverdale. They split up too. Were you, were you a fan of them? No. So they're a couple on the show that were dating in real life, and now they just split. Do you think... I thought you were talking about their characters. Uh, that's why I'm just like, oh, uh... No. They, they were, were dating char- in real life? They were dating in real life, and they just split in that's real life, the but their characters so are still dating. That is awkward ass fuck. 
right? Um, so here's my question. Are they going to write their characters to split in the show? I have no idea. Because then that would be, here's the reason why I asked that. If it was me, I wouldn't want that. The reason why I wouldn't want that is because by us having to be together, though it's awkward, it will make us still be civil. But if we have to act like we hate each other yeah. and we actually go through a break, that's going to like intensify the yeah. feelings. And it's going to really cause real tension in real life. Yeah. So I wouldn't want our character, if I was them, I wouldn't suggest to talk to the writers, don't have our characters break up. Okay. Well, they teased last season that in this new season that Cole Sprouse's character might get killed off. Okay. That's probably why she let him go. Maybe. He's about to lose a paycheck. No, just He's about to go for KJ Appa. <laughs> for, for Archie himself. I was sad to say. I mean, I think, do you think that it ever works out when you're on-screen lovers to date off-screen? <clears throat> I, I feel think, like it's always going to get messy. Um, I don't. I think it could, because you spend so much of your time in the business, so much of your time in the business is uh, um, working. I think that for this industry in particular, it's probably an exception to the rule. Yeah. Now, if you guys are both accountants or something like that, where you can actually go home and yeah. your real life does not reflect your job, yeah. that may be a little like where it can get messy. But because, I mean, you know, this is our life, I can totally see that. Yeah. Uh, BH902, I know. Have you seen the new? No. Do you I'm have any interest? No. Why? I think, um, one, I've heard about Shannon Doherty. Mm -hmm. We've all heard about her. Yeah. And I'm never, after I hear about her personality, uh, and it's not like one time and I'm going to take somebody's word, but yeah. I've heard on the streets, right, oh. how mean she really is or was. Um, I'm, I don't support people who, who, who whose personality does not reflect. What uh, have you heard about something. her? Just a couple things I tell you afterwards. Like, you don't have to give me names of who what who you've heard them from, but like, I mean, I heard that she like throw water on people behind. Like, she was a real work of art. Uh. She's a real work of art, and so, and I don't know that personally. Yeah. But until I can kind of vet that type thing, I don't. I don't normally like supporting people's paychecks like that who who do not understand humbleness. Yeah. Mm. Do you think cancer humbled her? I, I mean, she like almost like, lost her life. Yeah, I think something like that humbles anybody. Yeah. I mean, but I haven't seen her do anything since then. Okay. That's, that's, and fair. that's probably a thing where maybe I should watch it. But I do love Tori Spelling. I know a lot of people would probably like rag oh, on poor her. Poor Tori. I know so many people rag on her. But I think she's so like she's this a rich girl with no with like just no she has very great business ethic just because of her environment. But yeah. like practical, like real life skills don't maybe seem like she yeah. has those from her reality show and all that stuff. I'm like, girl, uh what? Well, because I think, and who said it? I think they they played that on they played into that on the show where Jenny Garth's character Jenny Garth, mm -hmm. she said something to Tori, or she was saying something in defense of Tori, and she's like, "Well, how do you expect Tori to like have practical skills if like right. she was raised, you know, privileged and like never had to do anything for right. herself and was it's, raised with all this money? Like you can't have." Like, you can't, you know, just throw a dog. You can't take a dog and throw him into the forest and expect him to survive without right. the skills yeah. of being raised in the forest. And I think that's why I give her slack. Yeah. So a lot of people a lot of people really rag on her. I mean, her. I and it's fun to watch her. It is so fun. It I need another so true story. She, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dean, break her heart for me, please. Please! Um, I saw her on, um... What's the show with Jenny McCarthy and, uh... Uh, Ken, Ken, Dr. Ken, and... Oh, uh, Mass Singer. Was, I binge-watched the shit out of that. Isn't that it was so fucking good? <sighs> I went to a live taping of the second season. Did you? Mm -hmm. Did it already tape? They just finished taping the second season. I think they're going to go into production on the third. I want to go. If, please tell me how to get tickets. I want to watch it. Yeah. I really want to watch it. Um, I really want to go live. Like, cause I love Gladys It's Knight. fun live, but they don't let you see the unmasking anymore. Wow. Because there were leaks from the first season, so the audience doesn't get to see. So, like, I watched the whole show. I saw the performance. I saw who got eliminated, but I didn't see them take the mask off and see who the celebrity is. How did they, so they usher you guys out and then do that? I guess, yeah. What? So, like, they film us being like, yeah, yeah, take it off, take it off. And then they, like, pretend to take it off, but they don't actually really take it off in front of the studio audience. Are they singing live, or is it a recorded live and you're singing it? No, I think they're actually singing live. I don't want to go now. I wanted to see this. I like, because who's your favorite contestant? On? The first season. Um, I, 
think I liked Tori Spelling because I knew it was Tori Spelling. Yeah, okay. That Tori was my second. I was going to, first of all, Gladys Knight is my first. Yeah, Gladys Knight is amazing. I mean, she just, I loved her, I loved her voice on newer songs. I loved her rendition of Wrecking Ball. Yeah. Like, I was looking for, I'm like, why would she not make an album of new, like, I was just like, she could totally reinvent herself by that because the, just the most matureness in her voice and the grace on these, like, newer, Mm -hmm. on this new music, I was like, oh my God. But the reason why I brought that up is because of Tori. Mm -hmm. And, I loved how she pushed herself. You could tell she was so nervous. I just love Tori. I love yeah. her so much. Uh, yeah, you feel for her. Yeah. I used to like it's all her reality <laughs> shows. <laughs> it's true. I mean, honest. I feel for her. I feel for her. Um, so you don't watch Vanderpump Rules? No, I've never seen That's okay. So my audience loves Vanderpump Rules. I did um, a Vanderpump Rules after show for the past two seasons. So we have to talk about Vanderpump Rules. We can. The new I know season. some of the cast are because friends are friends. Yes. So. Everybody knows everybody in LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so on the show, Katie Maloney, okay. who is one of the OG girls... She was fighting with, or she was recently seen, so they had the rap party for the eighth season okay. of the reality show. Yes. And at the rap party, she was seen hanging out with James Kennedy. And James Kennedy was like, is like the villain of this of the show. Okay. He's just like a total douche. He was like calling her fat. And like, you know, he's just like, he says these really wild outlandish things when he lashes out. Gotcha. Um, and so they... Katie was, like, not into James at all and, like, got all the other girls to, like, also not be a fan of James and to, like, really shun him out of the group. And now we're seeing all the girls based off of, like, Snapchat stories and, like, little behind-the-scenes clips that they're all hanging out and friends with James again. So is it, do you think it was for the camera or do you think that they actually really circle back in real life? I think, well, I mean, I think if there weren't the cameras there filming all of them, they wouldn't have they there wouldn't be a reason to like have to be around him so the friendship would have died off um but i just want to know like what provoked them to really rekindle a friendship with him like do you think that it's easy for somebody that lashes out and like says really nasty things to the people around them do you Mm -hmm. think that there's ever a time where you can forgive that no um, because for two reasons. One, the first thing of what I wanted to say is about reality television is that people have, uh, with villains or people who are cast in that role or looked, or, or not cast in that role, but they end up being the one who end up yeah. coming to, in that light, have to be very careful because how television works, reality television works, it works as a group of people having to be together. Yeah. And if these group of people will not film with you or shun you out, there's you no way. You lost your job. Right. They cannot film with you, right? So people understand there has to be a level of antagonistic there, but you can't go too far like Porsche. I mean, like uh, Phaedra did on Atlanta Housewives. Mm-hmm. We went so far that the group was like, we yeah. can't even film with you. Or so Brandy Glanville. Right, correct. That you become so mean that you lose your job. Yeah. So there is a level of that that you have to always come back in and circle, kind of come back in the fold. So yeah. I think that that's probably some of it from from his standpoint, probably as yeah. well. But no, I couldn't do that because I feel like what you say uh, um, is already inside of you. Nobody puts anything in you; it's already inside of you. Mm, that mm. sounded dirty. Nobody. <laughs> it's already inside. <laughs> that's a Harvey Weinstein line. <laughs> This is why I don't date. <laughs> this is why I'm single. <laughs> Damn it. I actually went on a date the other night. Now did, that I remember, I went on a sushi date with, with Sugar With Harvey Weinstein? Not with Harvey Weinstein, oh, okay. unfortunately. I was hoping he would make my career, though, but I lucked, <laughs> lucked out of that one. Let him put his hand in your pants. Next thing you know, you got an award. Yay. <laughs> Nailed it. No, I did go on a date with a guy. So I don't go out often to like bars or clubs or any of that stuff, but I ended up going out one night with my friend Sabrina. We went out to a club here in downtown. Which clubs do you go to? I only go on WeHo. Like, I never make my way to DTLA. There's a fun one. Damn it, I can't remember the name of it. It's on (laughs) the Intercon... No, I don't think that's... The Continental Room. That's what it's called. Okay. The Continental Room. And that one's really fun because it's it's not underground, but it's like down some steps inside mm-hmm. of an old building. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like about that one is they have like a good DJ if you go on the right night at the right time that plays like 
old like 90s and yes. 2000 like R&B rap like just like that's your really genre? good that's your vibe it depends genre. on the vibe depends okay. on the night but I can always do like a good like old school like take me back to 2005 yeah like throw those beats I off. love how that we consider that old school now. yeah, that, yeah that's well that's so our awesome. old school. yes yes, yes. Um, so they remix them with like a modern twist but they play like all those old old jams oh I love like that. you'd be doing gold digger in the club and you're like oh what Kanye what yeah, happened like, I was in high school when this came out right um, yeah, no, that's a good time. We went there, but I was wearing shorts, and they're like, you can't come in with shorts. So we ended up going to another spot, and then I ended up this guy, uh, ended up meeting somebody there. I met this guy there, and he, um, like, approached me, bought me a drink, and then, like, came up to me and, like, picked me up and, like, threw me on the counter and was like... No, wait, yeah, wait a minute. It was so aggressive. How did you, like, you just say hi to the hammer, and he was like, get up here. Like He was like, I'm already inside you. Yeah. <laughs> No, he, um, he, so my friend Sabrina went to the restroom and so I was left on the dance floor by myself and I was kind of like, okay, well, let and me you were go still grab dancing? a drink. Barely. I was walking, I was making my way over to the bar. <laughs> um, and then he came up from behind me and he's just like, hi, how are you? And I was like, or I think I, he like bumped into me probably intentionally and he's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, oh, hi, I'm fine. And he's like, um, and then we were just kind of like talking and dancing. And then he's like, I need to buy you a drink. So he bought me a drink and then he came back and then we were dancing a little bit. And then before I knew it, he'd like picked me up and threw me onto a counter. And I was like, oh my God, it was very intense. And, I was, and, and thinking back, I'm like, I, we ended up on somebody's Snapchat story. <laughs> so he threw you up on the counter and then what, please? And he was, we, we were just making out. And then what? And then my friend Sabrina came back from the bathroom, and then I was like, I'm so sorry, I have to take her home, and I left with her. What? And then we ended up matching did on you get a dating number? app. No. Uh, yes. Yes, I did get his number. Did you, did we you matched on a dating, line, a dating app like two days later. Which app? Uh, Chappie. I don't know all these dating Chappie apps. Chappie is the new app from Bumble, but it's specifically for guys, because like Bumble is like the female-forward dating app, um, so they have one... It's the gay dating app, Chappie. Chappie. So it's guys, yeah. Um, I'm learning a lot. You are learning a lot. And so we connected on that app, and then um, and then he took me out to sushi at Sugarfish the other night. And how was that? Was it was it good. another makeout section? No. So we had a great dinner, had a great time, and then we're leaving, and then we're on the sidewalk, and I'm waiting for my Uber, and then he's like trying to aggressively make out with me on the sidewalk, and I'm like, oh my God. Like, Do you not like PDA? Not when it's that intense. Like, not when it's that, like, like, I don't know. It's just weird to be like, bleh, oh, make it like out on the blown, like, Yes. Really? Why? I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable. Does it? Yeah. What about it makes you uncomfortable? That there are other people around and other people watching. And he even told me, he's like, I noticed that in the club that, like, you kept looking around to make sure, like, nobody was, like, really looking at you. I wonder if that's because, is that because you're in the industry and you're and you scared of persona? That's or? what he thought. He's like, I, he's like, I thought you were looking around because you didn't want anybody to, like, recognize you or take yeah, videos. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't, like, I don't think, well, I mean, I guess that was, there was a... A photographer and a and somebody filming in the club that night that yeah. I didn't want to end up on camera. Uh, the, yeah. So that's probably what it is. I mean, that's the truth, it's right? Just, because just, if somebody gets a hold of something, they can easily spin it however they want to spin it. Like, you're being a slut. He's being a whore. And then yeah. they think, no, nobody want to mess with you. Or brands don't want to mess with So I understand. I, I mean, it. trust me. I've been slut shamed in online. And like, I've, I've, I've been through it. I've had my fair share. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but no, I'm just not, I'm just, I, I also just don't think I'm a, a PDA person. Got you. I am. Oh, you to like To a PDA. certain point. Right. I'm so not going, be like I'm not full about to, on I'm making out to, on the sidewalk. I'm not about to like mold your face, like to the point where it's like we're about to unravel each other's clothes like that. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like a kiss, we're going to kiss or hold each other's hands or yeah. stuff like that. Yes. Totally. I mean, I do think it's important. Cause how I, here's how I perceive that. Yeah. If you don't like it, you are trying to hide me. Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's, that's how I perceive it. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. I just think it's more of I'm trying to hide me. <laughs> that's a good one. That's like, a good I, one. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I just, I mean, I to each their. I think it is important to like, in terms of like representation, it's important to like mm -hmm. have those moments. But again, I'm not going to be like aggressively making out with somebody on the side of the sidewalk. Yeah. Like with a boner in your pants. Like, yeah, uh... that's, yeah, too, too aggressive. Um, Last topic. Okay. Since we, we just like went so far on time, but I love 
how much fun how long, how long is the show normally? normally 30 minutes uh, where are we at now we're just over 45 oh my <laughs> but this last story was my favorite and it's a good one to end on okay. um so dolphins are getting high on puffer fish what what they we've discovered that dolphins like to eat puffer fish because since they have the toxin in their body that the dolphins get high off of the puffer fish that's their crack yeah that's their cocaine yeah no way how do, who discovers this how did they discover i this? assume like marine biologists did they just like put a puffer fish by a dolphin one day like let me just try to see like who how do you come up with that I don't know. Or how do you even, like, measure how high a dolphin is from eating a puffer fish? Oh, like, uh, I guess it's like two flips is, is you okay? Three flips <laughs> means this bitch is you high. Lit. Yeah, yeah, you lit. Yeah, you lit. Like, that is crazy. Dolphins rape people, and now they're into drugs. Like, I'm just not loving the dolphin species. I'm feeling like Harvey and Beale are some dolphins. Maybe yeah. they have a little dolphin gene in them. Maybe. Yeah, that's crazy. Is it wild to you that Ruthie, is that Rudy still defends Cosby? No, because I'm I'm a big component. Though I joke about it a lot, I do joke about stuff like that, which is inappropriate. I get it. I have heard. <laughs> Look, we have to be able to laugh at the hardships in order to like get through our day. Um, I'm a big component of loyalty. Okay. And if you say you're a friend, that's why I don't call everybody my oh, friend. Oh yeah, that's true. If you're true. a friend, that's you're a friend good good, through the good and through the bad. And it was like, well, I didn't know who he was. Then why did you call him a friend if you didn't know who he was? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if I call somebody a friend, if something like that happens, I'm still sticking by them. I'm going to talk to them and let them know I don't agree with it. Yeah. But I'm still going to be with them. I think that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Loyalty. Loyalty. Thank you so much for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Thank you so much, D-Ran. Where can people go and follow you to learn more? D-Ran Anderson on all social media. That's D-E-E-R-A-N Anderson or DRANAnderson.com where you can pre-order my book, Colorful Confessions. Mm-hmm. And it's on Amazon for pre-order as well. And it's coming out in September. Love it. Coming out in September. You can follow me at Just Plain Zach. And don't forget to listen to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday and Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, and now Pandora. Now we are on Pandora. So if your grandma still has Pandora like mine does, you can have her listen to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. <laughs> That's me. Keep up with D-Ran at D-Ran Anderson on Instagram and get his new book, Colorful Confessions, From Headache and Heartbreak to Healing and Happiness, which is on sale in September. And you're going to want to get it. Go pre-order it right now if you can. Yes! And read it all fall long because it's not summer anymore summer's no, over it's a great book to get you and ready for the new year mm-hmm. and you need to start i do not I tell people don't start in january you need to start in the fall yes all year round mm-hmm. love it Yay. okay bye